1: It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, March the 23rd. I hope everyone had a safe and healthy weekend as we continue to um, you know move forward and try and uh, figure out ways to get used to our new normal at the moment. And as we've talked a lot about, the whole point of this show for right now is to, to really help try and get people's minds off things when they can and try and provide a, a fun distraction to the much, much more important and weightier things going on in the world. Um, last week we ended the show, uh, we talked a lot about the state of the Phillies. I want to get into that later again this week. I have a fun X Factor show planned. You can read into that what you will. But we ended the week on Friday uh, talking about the best player at each position in the sport right now. Who's the best of the best? The best catcher, the best first baseman, the best second baseman, so on and so forth. Of course, J.T. Romito, our only Philly, who makes the list, the best catcher in baseball in mine. And I think many people's opinions. I think Yasmani Grandel really the only other person you could even consider going with there. Um, but it got me thinking. And over the next couple of days, I want to have a little fun with this lineup thing. As uh, tomorrow, uh, I'll get into the all-time in my lifetime. Again, I'm only talking about people I saw here because it's unfair for me to try and compare Babe Ruth to someone I saw play. I get it. I get the numbers. I get the dominance in his time, but I didn't see him play, so I want to go with what I know. But tomorrow, we'll get into the the best players that I've seen at each position in my lifetime. But today, I want to start the week off a little Phillies fun, right? I mean, that's what we're here for. That's what we talk about. So. Today, and I, I, if anyone disagrees or wants to reach out on Twitter, at James I would love to have a conversation about this, but I'm going to go through my all-time Phillies lineup of my lifetime. We'll go through who's the best of the best at each position for the Phillies in my lifetime. It's a fun list. It's a fun one to think about. Again, I think it was a lot of fun just to go through who's the current best in baseball at each position on Friday and uh, to spin it to the Phillies that much more fun um, so let's get started as we've got a, a quite the list to get through um, starting off at catcher this is a tough one I think really for me comes down to two names and look JT Romito actually absolutely has a chance to to breach this list with some more time here I mean certainly last season one of the best catcher seasons I've seen for a Philly in my lifetime certainly from a defensive side of things but I think for me, and, and again, I really believe, honestly, if, if they sign JT Romito to an extension like we expect them to, my guess is it will be JT Romito. You know, even like two more years of JT and he's probably the best I've seen in my lifetime at that position in the Phillies. Um, but uh just based on longevity and based on a little more time, I'm going Dutch. I'm going Darren Dalton. Dalton, um, such a massive piece of that ninety-three team, really the heart and soul of that team. One of the best offensive catchers of, of his generation. Certainly one of the best Phillies offensive catchers. I know we've had Lieberthal who might have been at times a better offensive player. But um, everything included, you know, the leadership, what it means to be the the catcher for the Phillies, the calling a game, all that stuff. For me, I think Dutch is the best I've seen. And the only other name that came close is Carlos Ruiz. Ruiz certainly had a great run here, obviously. I think when you add in the defensive game calling stuff is really in the conversation there. Um, really comparable to Darren Dalton when you when you add that stuff in, but I'm gonna go Dutch. It's a close one, but I'm gonna go Dutch again. Just the offensive prowess, really. What does it for me at 100 RBI in a season? The first Phillies catcher do that in a long time. Um, so Romulo again. I honestly think doing this list in two years, assuming they sign him to extension, and all that JT Romulo will be the answer. But it's hard to go just one year and, and take that guy. So um, I, I'll, I, again, all I need to. Th- A three-year run. That's all we need. I'm serious. But um, for now, we'll go Dutch. Uh, First base is an easy one for me. I I love John Kruk, and apologies to him. Apologies to Jim Tomey, who was super fun to watch for a few years here. Obviously, had some monster years, but one of the easier ones on the board for me, Ryan Howard, the all-time in my lifetime. Philly's first baseman of my lifetime, obviously. Just so many monster years. That MVP year, the 58 homers. Um, average over 300, um, rookie of the year really just had some super memorable moments as a Philly won awards. And then of course, uh, part of the only championship of my lifetime a massive, massive thing when going through the importance of this list, how great you were and all that. I think Ryan Howard, not a hall of famer, but you know, next tier down as a player, you know, he wasn't quite that good, but still a great, great player, certainly a Phillies hall of famer. Um, as we discussed, uh, you know, recently with Roy Halladay getting his number retired, I think that ultimately, when you do that, even though they're not Hall of Famers, I think Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins, Cole Hamels, and, and Ryan Howard really need to have their number retired. When you base on the importance of the team, what they matter, if you're going to retire Roy Halladay's number, you got to retire those guys' numbers, in my opinion. Um, and just pretty standard, pretty easy, the, the easily the top first baseman of my lifetime for the philadelphia phillies that goes to ryan howard not a great defensive player but it didn't matter when you're that great offensively who cares second base similarly as easy it's chase Utley, far and away um potentially the best second baseman in the history of the franchise period certainly the best um in my lifetime and i would say probably the best in the history of the franchise when you make that list the you know as much of a, a tough baseball players baseball players we've ever had here did everything right did everything great we all know that I mean look, Chase is I think Phillies fans of a certain age, all of their favorite players, Chase Utley. It was mine. I mean, it's just the way it was, you know, Chase Utley was our favorite player because not only was he great, a borderline hall of famer, legitimately, I think. Personally, I mean, this is a bit of a hot take, but I think he has the best case of the Rollins Howard Utley trio. I think a lot of people would say Rollins over him. I would not. I think Utley's peak was more valuable than Rollins and and I'm more of a peak guy over longevity guy. I think they both matter. But for me, I think Utley the best of the three, and by far, without question, no doubt about it, the best second baseman of my lifetime as a Philadelphia Philly. Locked that one in, fouled away. There's not even a second place as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, Utley at second base. Moving on to third, this one's pretty easy too. Granted, I, I didn't get to see is is the peak of his career that much. You know, it was a little before my time, but I got to see the end of it. But it's also growing up with the lore, growing up with my, my dad telling me about him and, you know, just knowing that he was on the team when I first became a Phillies fan and all that, that, you know, Mike Schmidt, I, you know, it's it, when you're talking about the greatest third baseman of all time for the Phillies, I mean, it's it's not just so clearly Mike Schmidt. He's the best third baseman in the history of baseball, literally the best player at his position in the history of the sport. He's the only Philly you could say that for. He's the greatest Philly ever, without question, far and away. He actually has the most home runs with a single team ever. Like in terms of a player who only played for one team in his lifetime, he has the most home runs with 548. So Schmidt and again, of course, the ten goal gloves, just, just far and away the best player at his position in the history of the sport and easily the best Philly at their base ever. And I'm even though it's a bit of a cheat, again, I didn't see the the peak years of his career, I really got the tail end the last three, four years or what I remember of Schmidt's career, which is a shame, um, but I grew up in a time where all the highlights I saw, all the, the things that, you know, I saw Schmidt's peak, I saw his career played out through my lifetime as a Phillies fan as a kid and left an indelible mark. So for me, I'm going to go Schmidt, even though, again, it's a bit of a stretch because I didn't see him play a lot, but we're going to let this one have, uh, let me have this one, you know, because I'm the one doing the list, so you know, come at me about it. But uh, I think for me, Schmidt, the best third baseman I saw. And, and again, maybe it's somewhat um, influenced by those highlights and what people said and all that is, again, I didn't see the peak of his career, but I saw enough to know Mike Schmidt, certainly the best of my lifetime. Shortstop uh, it's J-Roll. And I think it's a pretty easy answer for J-Roll. I don't, I don't think anyone's close there as well. Obviously, we have not had a ton of success, a ton of Great shortstop success over the last few years. Um, you know, Freddie Galvis defensively has been the best we've had until Didi. I think Didi's going to be really good for this team. But Shortstop has not been a position um, since J-Roll left. Really prior to J-Roll where we felt so great about who was there. Larry Boa prior to that. That's before my time. Um, so that one, a pretty easy one. J-Roll, of course, MVP. A borderline Hall of Fame career. Um, someday might get in. Um Just a great defensive player. Obviously, some some big hits, some big spots for this team. Part of that world championship team, which matters so much, so much to us. That can't can't be separated from you know when you're talking about this type of of list, these types of players. Um, So for me, it's Jimmy Rollins, and it's it's pretty handily Jimmy Rollins at shortstop for me during my lifetime. It gets a little tougher when you get to the outfield as um, the Options are a little less exciting. I actually, uh, you know, starting left field, and this one is a, certainly a controversial one because, um, you know, not the greatest player ever, certainly a complicated history here in Philly, but in terms of just during my lifetime, there, you know, we look at the guys who played that position for more than a year or whatever, it's Pat Burrell, and it's crazy because he's about as bad a defensive left fielder as you could possibly imagine. But Burrell had some r- a good run here. You <laughs> had a great run. You know, was a really good player for the Phillies for a long time, and of course had that one hit, only one, but what a massive hit it was in the World Series. So um, I'll give it to the bat. Uh, here is Burrell again. It's a bit of an unexciting choice because um, really. Really not a lot of great options as far as left fielders go. Um, again, you know, if you had a few more years with a couple guys here or there, maybe they could get that spot. Um, but for now, it's, uh, it's Burrell. Center field's a pretty easy one for me. It's Lenny Dykstra. It's easily Lenny Dykstra. Lenny um, should have been MVP in 93, in my opinion. Came here and just took the world by storm. Became such a great player. Obviously a flawed human, a flawed person. Someone I don't necessarily root for as a, as a human being. But as a, a player... When he was here, especially kind of before we knew how flawed he was, um, Dykstra, the best center fielder of my time and really just a underrated player when we talk about the great players in Philly history and certainly for a, a time period. You know, we don't talk enough about how great Lenny was in the early 90s there. Um, batting title. Uh, again I think mVP quality season someone who's a lot of the things he did weren't as appreciated at the time he was playing as they are now the walks the on base percentage all that type of stuff lenny was a just a hell of a player really for that run there and you know was probably aided in certain ways as we know um but lenny uh, uh, just a awesome awesome Philly at that time and, and deserves to be recognized deserves to be mentioned certainly as far as center fielders go the best of my lifetime i think um Again, relatively handily. Um, so Lenny, a, an easy choice there. Uh, moving on to right field, a little bit tougher. Again, I, honestly, I want to pick Bryce Harper. I think that in two years it is Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is 100% going to be the person on this list because um, otherwise there's no clear-cut runaway winner. Uh, Jason Wirth holds a special place in my heart for, for being a part of that team, for the importance he had in winning the playoff hits, what a beast he was in the playoffs. Um, And, you know, look, also uh, played a big role in bringing Bryce Harper here, we believe. So, uh, you know, worth certainly someone who I believe deserves a lot of credit for his Phillies career, what he did. Um, But I I think like – and a lot of people might be annoyed by this, but I think in terms of just if I'm going up years here and just pure as a player – uh, probably Bobby Abreu, <laughs> and he's so frustrating. No, no one likes Bobby Abreu. You know, no one loved watching him play, but he was a really good baseball player. And I know that here in Philly, it's kind of it's so funny because we talk about Utley, someone like that who was just so Philadelphia to his core, just running out every ball, the pure hustle, the this, the that. that. Um, Bobby Abreu was not that. You know, Bobby Abreu was often criticized for the lack of hustle or the lack of. You know, um, that kind of Philly mentality. And uh, I think it cost him in terms of his legacy here and all that. But Bobby Abreu, a, a borderline Hall of Fame player as well. You know, someone who's numbers-wise is probably a Hall of Famer. He never felt like a Hall of Famer when I watched him play. It was never someone I watched play. I was like, oh, that guy's a Hall of Fame player. But certainly an incredibly underrated player. I think there's no question when you look at the stats, you look at the numbers compared to what people think about him. Bobby Abreu, incredibly underrated. And he had a lot of good years here in Philly and was really... Um, an outstanding player. So you know. I think that when I'm, I'm picking my right fielder of my all-time Phillies team, I want it to be Bryce Harper. I think it's going to be Bryce Harper in a few years. Again, I think him and Romudo will be on this list in a couple of years. I just do, assuming they re-sign But either way, I think Harper will be... And again, I almost... The answer is Bryce Harper for this one because we know he's going to be here. He's not going anywhere. I think I think that's going to happen. He will surpass Abreu and Worth on my list for sure. 100%. I feel incredibly confident about that, but... You know, I think Abreu right now, prior to, to you know, year two of Harper, I think it's Bobby Abreu, and uh, I'm not excited about that. It's not something that you know gets me going, per se, but I think it's the correct decision. Um, if you needed a DH, I mentioned him before, but if we're going to go with a, uh, an American League lineup, or what could be a National League lineup in just a couple years here, um, it's Jim Tomey, it's Jim Tomey, it's Jim Tomey, again and again and again, certainly the best hitter. That didn't make the initial list. And, uh, you know, you can't put him over Ryan Howard in terms of his um, time as a Philly. Just not as meaningful as Howard's. Wasn't here as long, didn't do as much. But man, Jim Tomey, that boy could hit. That man could hit. Jim Tomey was a man and he could hit. Um, so uh, for me, Tomey, the clear DH, had some monster years here in Philly. I think only like three years here, three and a half, whatever it was. Um, but. Was a, was a beast, so if he was picking a DH, it would be, tell me, all right, moving on to pitcher, we'll do a righty, a lefty, a middle reliever, and a closer, the righty is the toughest call of them all, there are just so many, so many great right-handed pitchers in my lifetime, well, not, you know, it's so many is a little pushing it, let's not get too carried away here, but there have been a lot of great right-handed pitchers in my lifetime, but I think when you boil it down, it really comes down to two guys in terms of uh, their time as a Philly, what they did, all that and it's Roy Holiday and Kurt Schilling. Um, again, Schilling, a, uh, certainly not an all-time person, but an all-time pitcher for sure. Did you know? really raised his legacy as a pitcher when he left and went to Boston and did what he did, went to Arizona and did what he did, but obviously started his career here in Philly and was a hell of a pitcher for the Phillies. Still the all-time leader in strikeouts in a season for the Phillies. I believe at 319 off the top of my head, I think it's 319. But really was a monster here. Um, having said that, I'm going to go with Holiday over him. Again, it's a really close one. But I think when you just take the three seasons Halliday had, the Cy Young, the no hitter, playoff no hitter, the perfect game. um, And, you know, you want to choose Halliday over Schilling. And look, Halliday's a better pitcher than Kurt Schilling. He was just a better pitcher. Schilling's great, a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. But Halliday was better. Halliday was a better pitcher, a a higher level Hall of Famer, obviously, is in prior to Schilling. No, I think the reason Schilling isn't in is less on the field and more off the field type stuff. But for me, it's Halliday over Schilling. It's really close, though. And look, Schilling had a longer career here. I think when you look at the playoff success, getting to the playoffs, so you give Halliday a bit of a nudge there. Though in 93, they did have that run, and Schilling was a big part of that. So I honestly think Halliday versus Schilling is probably the toughest single decision here. I think it's the toughest decision i had to make. And again, I think a lot of people would argue for Schilling in terms of just what he did with the Phillies. He was here longer. Um, it probably meant more. Uh, on the whole, but for me, I'm gonna go Holiday just based on those those moments and the fact that ultimately, you know, Holiday won a Cy Young here. Schilling never did that. Holiday was the best pitcher in the sport here. Schilling was never quite that level. So I'll give it to Holiday. But that's a a very close one. Another close one is picking a left-hander. Uh, to be honest, uh picking a left-handed pitcher is tough because you've got two bombshell type choices just in my lifetime in Cole Hamels and Cliff Lee. I mean, those are two guys who in my lifetime, and again, you know, I was alive for Carlton. I didn't um, remember it, and that's why he's not the answer. Obviously, if we're talking historically for the Phillies' all-time left-handed pitcher, it's clearly Steve Carlton. I don't think there's any question about it, but I just wasn't old enough to remember those 80 teams. I was alive in 81, so I was alive for them, um, or at least, you know, the tail end of them and the mid-80s the you know 80, where they were still solid and all that. I was alive for it. I just didn't see it. I didn't experience it. I can't remember it, so I'm not going to put Carlton on the list, but Hamels versus Lee is a a real tough one as well. I'm going to go with Hamels over Lee just because of the longevity, and I think you have to give it to Hamels, especially when you talk about him being the one World Series MVP in my lifetime for a Philly, what he did on that playoff run, just the dominance he had. They don't win the World Series without him. Um, So it's Hamels. It's Hamels for me um it's close uh, again I think Lee's time here he certainly maximized his time here and was an, an amazing pitcher his run in 09 was really special um but it's got to be Cole Hamels Hamels did more here he had a better run he had a better playoff run even though you know Lee was amazing in 09 he still didn't win it and Hamels did and Hamels was a disaster in 09 we all remember that and that's a little bit of a dang against him, but still here a long time after had the no hitter all that stuff um I think it's Cole Hamels Um, again i think it's a a debatable one that you can go back and forth on it's close Um, but i think ultimately it's got to be cole Hamill's based on longevity based on ultimate accomplishments it's a close one um middle reliever before we get to closer and this one is um, this is tough because there's so much year-to-year changeover in the middle relief position Uh, a lot of guys get elevated to closer eventually or this or that or whatever it is or someone has a great year one year then stinks the next year it seems to be the way it works but I'm going to go with the guy who gave me the best middle reliever season that I've seen as a Philly and also in terms of multiple years, was here for a while, uh, made a difference, still still kicking around. It's got to be Madsen. Ryan Madsen has to get that. I mean, him in, in 08, 07, that range was just a a monster for this team from a middle relief perspective. Just, you know, high 90s, sick stuff. Um, I'll go Madsen. Again, that's one I, I think there's a lot of variability there, variance, a lot of argument could be had for who is the best middle reliever of my lifetime for the Phillies. But I'm going to go with the one who stuck out to me the most, and that, that has got to be Ryan Madsen. Um, closer is a tough one as well because um, I, I think the obvious choice is Brad Lidge. Uh, just for that one season alone. Really didn't have much otherwise, but I mean, Jose Mesa saved a ton of games in a Phillies uniform that I saw. Jonathan Papelbon saved a lot of games in a Phillies uniform, like it or not. And C. Bedrosian won a Cy Young. I remember it. I was old enough to remember that, just barely, like the beginnings of my baseball fandom were then. Um, But I'm going to go Lidge. I'm still going to go Lidge. Uh, I don't feel great about it, but I think that one season alone, that one season of perfection when it mattered the most i think uh probably wins out and it's really close again if there were someone who had been here longer or someone who had you know if jose mesa had done what he did for three more years or papel for four more years or whatever and their total save numbers were just so much higher it would be hard to uh to rationalize this the other way but i think when you look at it i i think that just based on that one season alone and, and kind of the the cube of what he did, but really that one season, I'm going to give it to Lidge, and it's probably the wrong call, but I don't care. It's my team. So to recap, and again, this is my lifetime, my team, and I don't need the 80 guys on here and all that, guys I miss, but going Dutch at catcher, soon-to-be J.T. Romito. Ryan Howard at first base, pretty handily. Special shout-out to John Kruk and Jim Tummy, um, but handily Ryan Howard. Chase Utley, an easy, easy call at second base. Schmidt. An easy call up third base, even though, again, that's the one where, you know, you could argue that uh, I didn't see the peak of his career anything close. But I still think, for me, Schmidt the best. Uh, Scott Rowland does deserve mention. Scott Rowland was a good Philly before he left. A really good player. But it's got to be Schmidt. It's Schmidt. It's Schmidt. It's Schmidt. Uh, Rollins at shortstop. Feel very confident about that one. Pat Burrell in left field. I I don't feel great about it. It is what it is. Um, I had hoped Andrew McCutcheon could have maybe taken that bar and ran with it. Um, but it is ultimately gonna go with Burl at left field. Dykstra in center, an easy call for me. It's Lenny Dykstra, no question. Um Abreu and Wright, which soon to be Bryce Harper, let's just call it Bryce Harper because it's silly to say anyone but Bryce Harper, even though he's only been here one year. It will be Harper soon enough. Abreu, though, an underrated Philly in terms of a talent perspective on some horrible teams and all that, but really a, a hell of a player. Uh, if we need a, Jim, a DH, it's going to be Jim Tomey uh, easily and a perfect guy for that. Obviously, DH and his career later and all that. Uh, Roy Holiday is my right-handed pitcher, though Schilling right on his you know, backside there. Um, uh, Cole Hamill's the lefty, easily, for me uh, over Cliff Lee. Though Lee is is certainly worth mentioning as well. Madsen, Ryan Madsen is my middle reliever, and then Brad Lidge again, probably the wrong call at closer, but I'm going for it anyway with that. Um, so it was fun. It was a good list to make. Tomorrow we will dive into the all-time starting nine in my lifetime, in my lifetime that I've seen, guys I watched, guys I remember um that'll be fun because there's a lot of names for that one a lot more tough decisions in that one in my opinion so um that's coming up tomorrow we'll get into that and then um uh some more fun stuff coming up this week philly's x-factor show Uh, i got a face of the franchise show coming up at some point too so there's a lot of stuff again um there's a lot going on that is way more important right now And, and this is somewhat frivolous in a way but at the same time it's also something that you know, we need to, to still find ways to be uplifted and to smile and to be entertained and to be happy in a dark time right now. And I hope that, that these types of shows, doing this type of fun stuff for people who be, love baseball, baseball nerds like me, um, that maybe it can help people um, get through things and uh, and have a little more fun doing it and, um, you know, just um, try and find a way to smile when there aren't that many things to smile about right now. So, um,. Hopefully, uh, hopefully people enjoy it and, uh, we can help kind of get through these tough times together and, uh, find a way to, you know, be distracted, be entertained and all that. Even when, uh, um, you know, even though it's, uh, it's obviously a tough time for that. So, uh, tomorrow we'll get back. We'll dive into the, uh, the all time, my lifetime. I keep saying all time, all my time, I should say, uh, starting nine, um, and uh, a whole lot more fun coming up this week. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies today right here on the Phillies 24-7 network
0: (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too